Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Shoot! Whoa! Get your money, young fellas. Turn the corner on Get me. your money today. After burners, dog. The day is nothing. finally here. Draft day is upon us. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hunt in for Zubin. Who will be this year's no matter what, guys, right? Who will be this year's no matter what? Who will make that move today, whether it's a pick or a trade, that in a future Super Bowl will look back on this draft, on this day, what did you say, the waste by the lake? What, what was that? The mis- well, the mistake who's going to make the mistake, mistake by, by the, the lake? lake. Right, of Ooh. course, as that was the old stadium nickname. Uh, but again, every, every draft has that moment. Every draft has some kind of history. And the morning of the draft, Keyshawn, but by the way, good morning, guys. Mornings. Good morning. To, the idea, the buildup of the draft, the excitement. I mean, they're back on location last year, virtual, as we know, now in Cleveland t- tonight. And we'll have all the coverage right here, ESPN, ABC, ESPN Radio. But Keyshawn, set the scene. 96, New York City. Oof. The anticipation. Just give me the PG this, version. Yeah, yeah, what give is me the PG <laughs> version, no, please, for the people. No, no, no. That's, that's for Key after dark. Is that well, key, uh, oh, it's still uh, dark in some places. But no, no. But, but just what, what is this day for the player, who, especially a guy like Trevor Lawrence, like yourself, who just anticipates going number one? Well, I think you, you start off by it was on a Saturday. Because remember, the draft was different. Mm-hmm. It was in the afternoon. During the day, early, right. Early afternoon opposed to in the evening. So their their time is long. Mine was, it started 24 hours prior to that. The New York Jets, we're on the phone and we're talking to them constantly about, my family's running around, you know, they're getting on my damn nerves. I'm like, <laughs> y'all just, they peeking in, trying to figure out what's going on. And my agent and I, were sitting in my hotel room and we're talking uh, to the Jets and Pat Kerwin and, and uh, Dick Haley and Shaq Harris and that whole crew, and they're trying to negotiate. This is the night before, and they're trying to negotiate because they felt I wanted to be in New York City so bad that I would take a deal, Mm-mm. and you know they got me, <laughs> they got me messed up. Yep. So I basically, you know, was nervous and like, damn man, you know that's a lot of money though, but. And my agent's like, don't you just sit tight, little fella. Be quiet. Yeah, be yes, quiet. Then yes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. And so we having a conversation. And in the end, I, I tell him, he says, what do you want to do? I said, I'd rather go two to Jacksonville and play for the Jags rather than go one and be in New York City and get at two what I'm supposed to get instead of being screwed over just to be the number one overall pick. Mm. So he basically relayed that message back to the Jets. We hung up, went to dinner, chilling, minding our own business. Steve Serbies and all these rich Zaminis there, you know, they're hanging out, hovering. trying to, hovering around the hotel, <laughs> trying to get information. And then I'm up restless the night before. And then the day comes, I get the suit going. My barbers fade tight. My boys, everybody around me, we pimp strike down, you know, double breasted gold Versace buttons. You know, we, we ready to go. We walk down the street or whatever it was. Into the facility, people going crazy. So you're you just know? walking down the street. That's yeah, how we just, walk. Just walking down walking the street. Walking down the street. There's thousands of people. And that's, was that, at, that's this was so at the theater at Madison Square Garden. So you're literally like Seventh Avenue, yeah, right in Midtown right Manhattan. Oh, it's crazy. We're like right there. It's bonkers. It was a, the Jets with the number one pick in the city yeah. in which they are. So you could just imagine all of the fans. And I think the Giants that year had the fifth pick. So they were in the top ten. How many babies them. did you meet that were named Keyshawn? Like, no, not, it'd be not, happening. Not, Alan, this no, happens. Not, this not, happens. Not doing the draft. Post-draft. Post-draft? Yeah, post-draft. I, every day now. I mean, it's a 
Yeah, that's you know they everywhere. Not you know, <laughs> they everywhere though. It's a lot of key shots running around. That's for damn sure. Hey, but man. it's it's it was just one of those deals, man. And then all of a sudden you get you get that because I didn't know. Like I literally, so literally didn't know if they were gonna draft me because I told them. When did Don't you find me. out? When did you when did you know the Jets were gonna take you at one? When they when the announced phone rang. Come on. Yeah, once the phone rang and I picked it up and Leon Hess said in a, in kind of like a raspy voice, I guess I gotta go to the bank now. <laughs> and I was like up, and I was like, you know, as soon as ting, the phone ting. wait, as soon as Let the me phone, take the account. <laughs> as soon as the phone ring, as soon as I phone ring, all of South Central LA went crazy, you know, because that, that when I got drafted. The city of LA we got, got drafted, drafted. Mm-hmm. and and so it was like, and I'm sitting there leaning. I'm like, look at my brother. My brother like, yeah, and he's like, yeah, you know. And then everybody, and then at the point, I go out and tags is there, and it was like a big deal, yeah. you know. Yeah, it was crazy it, though. Can God, I tell you something? I, I don't know what it is like to be through the NFL draft because that just sounds like a crazy scene. I feel like the NBA draft is a little bit more intimate, but when you start thinking about key. The thousands of people that you play your sport with, teammates, friends, the people that you've seen come through the gyms or the fields, right? And then the fact that your name was called number one. Like for me, my name was called number two. Mm-hmm. Just putting that, all that in perspective, it's crazy, man. It's crazy that you get a chance to shake a commissioner's hand and know that you're going to a city like New York City where you get drafted or like Chicago to feel that. Like I didn't even feel the weight. It was just like, damn, I, I, I made it. Like, I made, I dreamt of this my whole life. This didn't happen. I know so many people that were better than me in high school. I don't yeah, know if you thought. Absolutely. Right? People absolutely. like, oh, he's way better than you. He's oh, going to be like. And all of a sudden, you that guy? You In that moment, like, you're Trevor Lawrence or you're well, Keyshawn that, Johnson? Like, that's crazy. That's legitimate. Like, after the, like, the draft is the day you dream about. Then after that, obviously, it's a championship you dream about, right? Like, it's that kind of stuff. But I can't, like, that's something that, to me, is, and no matter where you pick, you could be one, you could be 32, you could be somebody in the sixth round. To have your name called in the draft has to be, as an athlete, one of the greatest moments, no matter where you picked, of your life, because it's the culmination of all the work and dreaming that you've done up to that point. I, I've been heavily involved in drafts for ever since I can remember, man. Since I was drafted, whether it's through my agent, agencies, whatever the case is, I've been actively involved in guys' preparation for drafts or whatever. And I tell them, I always tell them, I say, man, look, yes, you want to go one. But if you're the last pick of the draft, do you know how freaking hard that is? Mr. Irrelevant? You know how hard it is to be called Mr. Irrelevant? Man, that's hard as hell to have them say, we want you You. to be Mm -hmm. part of us. Man, it's so hard. Like Jay was saying, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of individual teenage kids dream about one day being selected. Doesn't have to be the number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. You could be two thirty-two. Yeah. That moment and that time, that's all they want. They're disappointed when it doesn't happen. So you have to tell them, say, look, if you don't get drafted, you're gonna sign. Now you got to do the same thing the guy that got drafted. You got to go make the team. team exactly. Even though the guy that gets drafted has a lot more guaranteed money, but now he still has to make the team right. and impress the coaches. And so it's a lot that goes into being selected. It's just not as simple as, oh, I'm the number one pick. 
You know, right, it's just, right. It's now just it's all going to happen for him. No. And still, there's still more work to be done. That, that, so much no more work. Even for a guy like Trevor Lawrence, we've been all waiting to see him in the but NFL. But that target is different. There's so much number more. one and number well, two. That's a number good point too. It, that target is different. Yeah. Oh, right? Because if, if you're drafted, if you like, if you're 15 or like, you know, basketball, I can't talk football because that's key. But you know, if you're drafted later, like, there's that chip on your shoulder. Like, oh, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it from mm-hmm. those guys. But if you're number one. And people are seeing you've seen all these deals everywhere. You're seeing Keyshawn Johnson everywhere in New York City. I'm like, oh, I want to come get that. I want to come get that. Like, that's a different target to live with. It takes a different personality to have that. Now, in the conversation today will be throughout the show. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. So, what we want to know is this. is As we said, it's going to change a lot of lives for the players. No doubt about that. But teams, that's why they're making these drafts. Because they want it to change their, uh, their success rate as well. So what teams will change their 2021 immediately, immediately, for the better by simply just hitting on this first-round pick in this draft? We'll certainly discuss that. Who needs it the most as well in this draft? Because there can be a difference maker, no doubt about that. Again, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We'll finally find out who is the third pick in the NFL draft. And if the first four picks will be quarterbacks, For the first time ever, the NFL Draft is tonight, ESPN Radio, presented by Sherwin-Williams. First-round coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. So coming up, the Niners will take a quarterback with the number three pick. But what does that mean for the quarterback who's already QB1 on their depth chart? We'll discuss that after Key has this from Straight Talk. It's time for some Straight Talk. Sure, saving money feels good, but cutting your wireless bill in half, that feels really good. Like a walk-off home run in the ninth inning good? Okay, maybe not that damn good, but pretty darn good. With Straight Talk, you can get 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month, up to 50% less than other guys. Plus, no contract. All in America's best networks. Why pay a whole lot when you can pay half? Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Wind it up. Got it downfield. Got a man. Leaping grab by Waddle inside the 10. Bomb thrown by Mac Jones. And Mac Jones is going to be the riser in this draft. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. 
See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Oh, man. KJZ, ESPN Radio, Alan Audit for Zubin, reliving <laughs> draft memories with Keyshawn and Jay Will as uh, the draft today, finally, happening tonight, all the coverage you want, ABC, ESPN, ESPN Radio certainly as well. And along with, of course, the anticipation for the draft and everything else, there is what's going to happen with teams once they make their picks. And let's make this straight talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And it involves, obviously, the 49ers and their aggressive move up, which we all expect they're going to take a quarterback at number three. And then the question is, if they do take a quarterback, well, what does it mean now for Jimmy G and his future with the Niners? It certainly means that future is tenuous, but the feeling is if they're going to make a move, where would the most logical, most likely place for Jimmy G to end up? Adam Schefter on WEI in Boston said this yesterday. This is pretty simple to me. What teams out there, outside of New England, would you view as viable landing spots for Jimmy Garoppolo? Chicago made a move for a quarterback in Andy Dalton. Washington made a move for a veteran quarterback in Ryan Fitzpatrick. They should have traded for Jimmy Garoppolo back then, but they have invested you know, roughly $10, $12 million in these guys. They're not going to go bring on another veteran at 25. I, I, I don't see it. To me, this is New England or no one. That's straight talk, by the way. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. But so Shefty's saying it's the Pats or nowhere yeah. for Jimmy G. Well, it's nowhere. And, and I think the same thing that he said about those other teams, they invested in a veteran quarterback at 10, 10, 10, 10 to $15 million. Well, what do you think that the New England Patriots just did? They did the same Cam thing Newton. with Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. And they got Jared Stenham on the, on the roster as well. That's fine. So they can always go get a young guy to – back up Cam Newton or learn from Cam Newton and learn through the in the room with Josh McDaniels. If you go out and you just said that those other two teams aren't going to take on that salary, well, what makes him think that the New England – or what makes not necessarily him, but people think that the New England Patriots would take on the same cost that the other teams decided not to for a guy that probably is not going to beat out Cam Newton? So with that in mind – if nothing is going to happen and Jimmy G stays in San Francisco, what you hope- Jimmy G is going to stay in San Francisco. Okay. And then what you hope, though, they have a I chance to win the a- Super Bowl. He's I just drafted a young quarterback. It's a- this is almost like the Jordan Love thing. If, if you're Aaron Rodgers, like- he didn't love that. Well, okay. If you're Jimmy they G see. and you know what everybody's saying, they just drafted a quarterback. You said they're trying to win a Super Bowl. But- Could that cause a problem in the quarterback room well, in come San Francisco? On, they're-, they're not going to draft Mac Jones. I don't see him being drafted with the third pick in the draft. It's going to be a quarterback that's going to need a year or a couple years to kind of learn what that is. And I think Jimmy G can serve in that capacity. But I think it – I don't know if it breaks up the locker room, but what it does do, it divides the fan base. It gets – if Jimmy G doesn't start to perform or if he's hurt again, people are going to start wanting to see who that new person is. Is that Always. Stray Lance? It, it, whoever that person is, 
they're going to start. You're going to start hearing those chants if Jimmy G isn't living up to oh, expectations. Absolutely, and that creates a stir. I don't care what anybody says. It may not create a stir between a huge divide in the locker room per se, but it's going to create a stir around the locker room, and that that stuff starts to penetrate the locker room sooner or later. Who's well, the most popular guy on the team? The backup quarterback, exactly. right? So, no, so that's going to happen. Well, and for Jimmy G, it's added pressure. What happens in this situation, Alan? You asked the question, what? about the locker room, mm-hmm. and Jay was touching up on it a little bit. I think when you look at the quarterback that's there, he's got his base already under control. His his side of his locker room is already taken care of. The new guy who comes in, they're going to embrace, they're going to like, they're going to certainly take care of him. The only way that guy gets on the field is bad, significantly bad play, or injury. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, whether it's Mac Jones or anybody else that they draft, they're not going to play this year unless those two, one of those two things happen. And Jimmy G has a history of, of at least injuries. one of them happening, right? Yes. Exactly. So whoever it is better be ready. And, and if he and, plays well, does Jimmy G get back? Does he get Wally Pipped? Well, he'll be Wally Pipped because this is a situation very similar to Lamar Jackson and Joe Flacco where you had a quarterback, not injury-prone, but had a quarterback that wasn't giving them what they wanted. So when they made the selection at 32, they said to themselves, if we get into a position where we feel like our football team can make some noise, we're going to make a change. Mm -hmm. They made the change to Lamar Jackson. He led them into the playoffs. The rest is history. Joe Flacco sent off to Denver in free agency in – He's bounced around now ever he's since. Now he's in Philadelphia battling for And now QB1. Lamar Jackson is headed on a record-breaking deal for himself at some point in time. So when you look at it, that's what you're looking at because you are essentially have a team that can compete for an NFC championship and potentially a Super Bowl. You're not going to insert a rookie quarterback into the lineup in week one and expect for him to be – Dan Marino, who went to the Super Bowl, I, th- I believe, in his either first or second year, or Ben Roethlisberger that went in his second year and won. You're, it, it just doesn't happen. You you know, rookie quarterbacks Mark don't Sanchez did teams. it. He went to the conference championship and game Mar- in his first two and years. Mark, Mark Sanchez went to the championship game handing the football off him hey. on a solid defense. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, again, that offense, I mean, that's all they needed to do to win a Super Bowl uh, a couple of years ago. So, again, the question, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. With this draft, the Niners could be one of those teams you say. What team, if they hit on their first-round pick, will change their 2021 season for the better? Let's take uh, let's take Owen in Ohio. Owen. Oh. How you doing? Good. Good morning. What's up, Owen? There's one team that will get immediately better after this first-round draft tonight, and that is the Cincinnati Bengals. They are going to have Penny Sewell, the uh, tackle from Oregon, mm-hmm. and Jamar Chase at their hands. They cannot screw this pick up. They cannot. And they're going to have two generational talents, I believe, in both those players, and they just have to pick which one they think fits their system best. I, I really hope that Cincinnati, as a Giants fan, does us a favor and takes Jamar Chase. Yeah. Please take him because I want the Giants to trade up for Penny Sewell. Like, I, like let's get Penny Sewell. That would improve their offensive. That would obviously improve the Giants. But if you're the Bengals, how do you not go with the offensive lineman? I don't, I don't know how you don't. Burrow I don't know how you don't. Gets injured last year. Right? That's the most important thing for them to do. Jason is in Phoenix. He also has an idea of a team that if they hit on their first round pick, could change their fortunes in 2021. Good, Jason. Hey guys. Uh, God bless. Uh, just wanted to say 
If I have a question, and uh, and this this will be it. If San Francisco isn't happy with the availability of their skill position players as much as they are with Jimmy G, you got Kittle who had a broken foot, Debo had a broken foot, hamstring. I think Jimmy played more than both those guys. So hypothetically, if they wanted Kyle Pitts, how far up would they have to trade up in the draft to get him? Who? If they wanted Kyle if Pitts? They wanted Kyle, I mean, they the would 49ers? Just, they would just draft, just, just him, at draft three. him at three. Yeah, well, yeah, he wouldn't have they to already trade up. They're already three. So he, he, he's basically saying get a quarterback and then try to get get back in. Get back. You traded up for a reason. Seems like yeah, quarterback. They're not, they're just, they're not trading not, up for Kyle Pitts. They just paid Kittle a bunch of money, man. It's early. Yeah. Him it's, and Debo, like Kittle early. and Debo are okay. All right, tell you what. Anybody calling from here on in, do better than that. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888 Well, it ain't his fault. It's the damn board operator who picked up the phone. Uh-oh. Is that what we're doing? Yes. Wow. No, no, no. You've got to be better. Evan, I didn't do that to you. This is draft day. you got to bring it today, listeners, callers, and all that. All right, so coming up, one quarterback was moved yesterday. So how does it impact the first round? We'll talk about that after Jay has this from Indeed. Need to hire people fast? Indeed can help you beat the clock with powerful hiring tools like Instant Match. Just sponsor a job and Indeed will send you a list of resumes from Indeed's database on the spot. They also have 135 skills tests for things like computer proficiency or computer service talent so you can find the right candidates faster. Did you know 10 hires are made every minute on Indeed? Just goes to show that when you need people for work, Indeed works. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. The Broncos pick up quarterback Teddy Bridgewater from the Panthers. What do you make of this yeah. quarterback room in Denver? Teddy Bridgewater is a better quarterback than Drew Locke. I think it puts Drew Locke on notice. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Walk it like I tuck it. Ha, ha, 
Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan in for Zubin. Draft day is here. Wait, Teddy Bridgewater is better than Drew Locke? Really? <laughs> really? That a, would that be a mild take? Is Hot a, take. Is that a cold take? What is that? <laughs> well, I mean, I would say that he's probably – the Adventures of Captain Obvious. I think he's a little tick up. That's why they yeah. got him. Well, all right. And, and I, I've always been a Teddy Bridgewater fan. Always since Louisville. Like I just absolutely loved him. Louisville. Yeah. Louisville. 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 Yeah, Louisville. That's what I said. No, right. I didn't say you trying to correct say, me? Yeah. No, no. We were just saying. Oh, you just echo. Yeah. That was support. Why are you so sensitive. About I'm a little it? sensitive today. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. I'm excited. Thursday. It's draft day. It's, it, I'm fired up for it. And that before it we is. get Captain into, obvious. before we get into <laughs> the trade, let's talk more draft because Michael and Queens is calling in eight 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 say ESPN eight eight seven two nine three seven seven six, and he doesn't want to talk about Teddy Bridgewater. He doesn't want to talk about Trevor Lawrence. Michael, what do you want to talk about? Uh, well, listen, hey, first of all, what's up, Key? Uh, our last big man for the Jets. Not Brandon Marshall, because he caught like one out of 50 passes, and not Plexigal Burris, because that would just be ridiculous. But I almost felt like I wasn't going to get on the show, because I was talking to the gentleman, and I don't really ever hear them talk about the Jets a whole lot. Who? You know, what are you? If I hear what? Dak Prescott, you don't hear, you don't hear if, who talks about I hear the Jets. Dak, not you guys. Not you guys. But if I hear Dak Prescott's name again, I'm just going to scream. You know who? Who, who, are you Will, talking about? who are you listening to? Yeah, who are you listening to? <laughs> I watch all the sh- all the shows from six a.m. on. Man, come on! From, from I'm where? Locked, I'm locked who? down in quarantine. Are you talking about ESPN? Other networks? Like who are you talking about? ESPN solely. I, I watch no other. I don't network. have anything to do. That. I don't have anything to do with other shows on ESPN and what they Not choose you. to all speak. Th- all three of you. My friend, my friend. Michael. Also, thank you. If it wasn't for Greeny, forget it. Michael, Michael, let me tell you something. Our head producer talk is the me. biggest Jets fan. Do you know every day at our four fifteen call, we are talking about the Jets every day on this about. show. But to be clear, well, Michael, we talk about. I wish Jets. I was on your four fifteen call. And also, <laughs> no. Jay Will, I like how you don't take any of Richard Jefferson's nonsense. Yeah, I, I, I can't. Not, a big, not a big fan of him. One thing you can say about Michael, he is an ESPN fan. He definitely consumes that. the product, and we appreciate that. And as you know, Michael, because you did say it, so that's cool. Like, yeah, on this show, yeah, we actually do talk a lot of this. Zach Wilson, to me, like, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic because of all the things I'm hearing about Zach Wilson. Here you I'm go. excited. Here you go. You've been on but such I'm a roller coaster train. Oh, no. Oh, a glass case of emotion. It's, it's, it's definitely happening. starting to curl and Thank sweat you, as soon as he starts talking about Zach Wilson. <laughs> so when somebody mentioned the Jets, he takes over the whole conversation. Get in here, Evan. It, it, I know you want to get into, Evan. Just jump in and start. Just, oh, I just, just want to know why Michael got so scared. Like, like he called in, talked to James. It was a big shot talking yeah. to James. Like, wow. oh, you guys never talk Zach Wilson. I never hear Zach Wilson on this show. Mm. He gets on with you guys. Hi, Key. He gets scared. Hi, Key. Hey, What's up, man. friend? Hey, big man. I, I love you guys. Hey, big man. That is freezing, freezing that is not the conversation I had with Michael from Queens no, about what, five no. minutes ago. Steel, what, what kind we, we've had We've had Zach Wilson's coach on. Yep. Uh, we've had his quarterback coach on. We we talk. I, I mean, he's brought up in every one of our meetings. Zach we Wilson, talk, the Jets. I don't think. I can't believe James. someone called in and meanwhile said somebody that to me, somebody in the somebody in another he just affiliate backed off of it completely. I don't, got put on the air. Yeah. We've been doing this show for quite some time. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking draft, and literally every single literally. day, Zach Wilson's name is mentioned somewhere. Yeah, the only I thing we haven't talked about I, I is Zach Wilson's yeah. hair. I haven't like seen Zach someone. Like, I yes. haven't seen someone meltdown like that in New York since the Jets drafted Christian Hackenberg. Like that was a meltdown from Michael. 
That, yeah, and, and you had to bring that up on draft day. Yeah, yeah. Christian Hackenberg. Yeah. yeah, the last great Good luck tonight, Evan. Well, Good yeah. luck. Well, it wasn't just Christian Hackenberg. <laughs> it was yeah. in a year later they didn't draft Patrick Mahomes, and I got the GM saying, yeah, well, we had Christian Hackenberg. <laughs> They took Hackenberg. That's oh, our life. Man. Meanwhile, God. as now we're talking Jets for about three minutes, there's an affiliate somewhere going, you're talking too much New York. So let's talk about a trade that happened yesterday, and what that is the Panthers that? trading Teddy Bridgewater to the Denver Broncos. Something you would have heard if you listened to this show, because Keyshawn literally said it yesterday, that that's what we should expect to see. Right? Like you said, yeah, Denver, oh, yeah, they're going to trade for Teddy Bridgewater. And then a couple hours later, a six-round pick is flipped for Teddy Bridgewater. He is now uh, in Denver. And, again, it's, it's actually for, for the Broncos. They're only paying him $3 million. The Panthers are picking up $7 million yeah. out of the contract. And now, um, as uh, George uh, Payton said, acquiring Teddy Bridgewater adds competition, experience, and a strong veteran presence to our quarterback locker room. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I want to get you guys' reaction to not just the trade – but something that Dan Orlovsky said on SportsCenter, because I found this interesting. The Broncos make a trade. They have Drew Locke, who they were supposed to – supposedly they loved him up until last year. Teddy Bridgewater they make a trade for. But yet, does that take them out of the quarterback market with the ninth overall pick? I think it puts Drew Locke on notice. You know, the Denver Broncos are a playoff caliber football team with better quarterback play, and they have that now with Teddy Bridgewater. It is not debatable. Right now, today, Teddy Bridgewater is a better quarterback than Drew Locke. And so now Denver has the comfort of, okay, we've got a guy that we know can go play starting quarterback football. And if Drew Locke isn't our guy because of the struggles that he had in his first two years in the NFL and their quarterback that they want in the draft slips just a little bit, they should 100% still go get that quarterback. If Justin Fields or Trey Lance starts to slip to five or six and Denver wants him, this trade has zero impact on him. I I think Dan is right there. I I think he's right as far as – Two gloves, Teddy, being better than <laughs> than Drew Locke. There's no question about that. We all know that. That's not that, uh, you know, it's like, okay, yeah. that, yes, he's better. That's yeah, why he, he went and got mm-hmm. him. He's had a better career. And as far as them sitting where they're sitting and all of a sudden, one of these top quarterbacks start to not necessarily slip, but the run doesn't go as anticipated, and they're sitting there and they're eyeballing one of them, they won't be the only team, though. There's going to be other teams that say, hey, what do you want to do, Atlanta? What, 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 what do you want to do, Cincinnati? We, we'd love to get into that spot. They should make a run at going to get one of those quarterbacks to secure the future because clearly if you got Teddy Bridgewater, you are already saying to yourself, yes, you say competition, but you already know that he's better than Drew Locke. You mm-hmm. already done, essentially in your mind – push Drew Locke to number two. And if you're pushing him to number two and you draft a guy, you're not drafting that quarterback to come and replace Teddy right now. You're drafting that quarterback to learn behind Teddy. Right. And now Drew Locke gets pushed basically to three. So you're saying Teddy Bridgewater is just buying you time. He's yes. become a bridge quarterback yes. in his career pretty and much. That's, and, yeah. and, 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 man, Teddy Bridgewater is good. Yes. Teddy Bridgewater is not a bad quarterback. He has this stuff that's on him that is all of a sudden like he's it, – it, it's just weird feeling like he's a bad quarterback. And, but he's not. He is a guy – if you had – and Dan said it. Dan said, hey, they're a playoff caliber team with Teddy Bridgewater. If you took Teddy Bridgewater and you put him on the San Francisco 49ers, who I think 
when fully healthy as a Super Bowl contending team. Teddy Bridgewater would be a Super Bowl quarterback. If you took him and you plugged him into 22 or 21 other guys on the team that were Super Bowl caliber players, Teddy Bridgewater will plug in and you wouldn't miss a beat. And they had countless games where they were just within, you know, what, four yeah. or five points and they could have won. That could have been a – Without Christian McCaffrey. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That could have been a completely different season. On the flip side for the Panthers, I, I would say this too. I know you have Sam Darnold. I know he's there. But I will also look for them to draft. If you can get a guy like Justin Fields, I would do it too. Well, Sam Darnold was supposed to be the savior like of who's New York. There, exactly. Think, right? That's really what it's about. Sam See, Darnold I was supposed to. I wouldn't do that. But why? Sam Darnold, what, what, what if Sam that. Darnold doesn't pan out I know. if you're Carolina? I know, but I just wouldn't. You, you're going to pick up his fifth-year option. I don't even know. I got to figure out the fifth-year option numbers because they're different. They're, they're so player. different, yeah. right? Baker Mayfield's like eighteen and a half million, and then uh, uh, Lamar Jackson's like twenty-plus 20. million. So I don't know how that works out. But you're picking up Sam's fifth-year option. You traded Sam. You essentially gave up, even though you gave up a handful of picks. When you put those handful of picks together, that's essentially a first-round pick because. The New York Jets could take those three picks, package them up, and probably slide back into the late first round if that if that's mm-hmm. something they wanted to do. Now you're telling me you should draft a quarterback that's sitting there when you just traded for a young one that's 24 years old. I still I think that's his age. Sam's fifth year, um, I believe, is 18-8. Okay, so is, okay. is that what I'm reading I here? I don't, I don't understand how that how they get the calculations yeah. on that. Well, it's the same but, as but, Baker's. Baker's is the 18-8 also. Yeah, but, but Lamar's but, but, is higher. I, I, I'm looking I don't know at how it. That let, me, is. let me ask you a question. When if you can't fix Sam? So doesn't it make sense to have somebody? But I don't know young? if I can. I don't know if I can fix Sam to actually get him in. You know, on the but in it, the books and in uh, understood. But if underneath it, if it's center, about drafting best available talent, if Justin Fields is there and you like Justin Fields, but what do I do if I fix Sam? Like, what if Sam takes them? And win the division. They go well, I mean, this goes back to our same conversation we were having about Drew Bledsoe and Tom Brady. I mean, like, look, injuries happen. Things happen with yeah, the game. Yeah, but I got a backup quarterback that I'm guaranteeing $30 million to, fully guaranteeing $30 million to. Like, what do I do? You got to remember, it's, it's a numbers game, too. So what do I do with a Trey Lance or Justin Fields sitting on my books at $30 million when I got another quarterback that just led us to – whatever, a division title, playoffs that shows promise. Like, what do I do now? Do I eventually move Sam and trade him again? I mean, I guess I guess you yes, can you do, do that. I mean, I guess you can trade Sam again after the season, after he shows you he's the guy. You can say, okay, we're going to now trade him for a first-round pick but to I mean, somebody. When if he shows you he's not the guy? When if he doesn't pan out? Well, they have a decision to make on the fifth year. I'm not year. the damn gentleman. I, I know, but I'm talking to you. Because some research for sort of find out why there's a difference yeah, in the so, numbers. So, so it's, there's there's four categories based on the fifth year option. One is basic. The other is playing time. Then one Pro Bowl, and then more than one Pro Bowl. So because Lamar Jackson went to a Pro Bowl, ah. he's at a higher number, twenty three point one million. Uh, Sam and Baker have basically the same amount of playing time uh-huh. over their their time, so okay. they are. At the same number. Got it. That's go. interesting. That, that, I Sliding mean, scale based on all the different so weird, performance right? bonus. Yeah, <laughs> no, it is. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Got to take this call from Trevor in Utah, guys. Trevor? Trevor Lawrence? <laughs> you playing with us Hey, now? guys. Um, so, uh, I just want to say thanks for a solid show. I'll listen to you guys every morning on my way into work. Solid. Um, That's all you're giving us? Say, I don't know what this dude from, from Queens is talking about. Um, 
But you guys talk about Zach Wilson all the time. Um, and so I feel like this guy is one of those guys, like on Twitter, he's got a picture <laughs> of the Jets or whatever his profile picture. It's not an actual picture of him. I feel like he's just a troll. Like, Probably. He's, he's, <laughs> he's that guy on social media to talk about, you know, whatever it is. And it, it, it never makes sense. So I don't know what he was talking about. You guys talk about the Jets all the time and Zach Wilson and the history of the Jets, uh, Sam Darnold or, you know, whatever it be. So I just want to throw that out there. Well, you're, you you're a to... I apologize on his behalf. Wow. Uh, I like I that. I just feel like we like need that. a caller last man standing where, like, just callers have at it, you know, that kind of thing. But, but Trevor's in Utah, and he would know their next quarterback, Zach, Will- Zach William, uh, Wilson, Wilson, right? So – you know, it would, it's just funny that it would be from Utah. Anyways, let's go back to calls. 888-ESPN, 888-729-377. I love when callers do that, though. Like, first of all, Michael from Queens is a big ESPN fan, so we love him for consuming the content, but it's just funny how people will fire back. Let's go to, uh, let's see, Steve is in Philly on his Eagles. Steve, how are we feeling today? Hey, guys, how y'all doing? Good. What's up, Steve? So... I want to answer the opposite question that you asked. You asked who's, what team is going to be changed by what happens tonight. Change I can tell bat. you what team is not going to be changed by what happens tonight. Mm. Philadelphia that's Eagles. the Philadelphia Eagles. Yikes. Who will epically fail oh. like they have done every year since drafting Lance Johnson in 2013 because the only pro bowler that they have drafted in the first round is Carson Wentz, right. who now plays for the Indianapolis Colts. They had a chance to get Justin Jefferson last year, probably the best receiver, as it turns out, from last year's draft. And what did they do? They took Jalen Rieger. Jalen Rieger, definitely not the best receiver from last year's draft. <laughs> so one thing we know is at 12, Howie Roseman will pick a player that will epically underdeliver and will not help the Philadelphia Eagles to win. Where would you put – I want to ask you, where would you put Howie Roseman right now when you power rank the problems with the Eagles? Is he at the very top now because you don't have the quarterback and you don't have the coach anymore? Is he the – you're now yeah. number one reason why the Eagles are in such a negative place just two years after winning a Super Bowl? Absolutely. There's no, no other scenario. In fact, I thought Doug Peterson was really scapegoated for Howie Roseman's failure. When you look back, what what do you expect a coach to do who doesn't have the talent coming in from a draft year after year? They they are terrible at drafting. They have been decent at free agency, and they have been decent at winning while having less on the field, which is what happened with Carson and the Eagles in 2019. So let me ask you this. If the Eagles have been so bad at selecting players in college, Joe Douglas was their college scouting evaluator. And his, I mean, he came over to the Jets with such high praise. Mm. I mean, I don't, you know, and he's done a good job at selecting players for the Jets. But what happened What happened to this team is that they got capped out, they got old, and they didn't have a way to replace getting old they did, though, hit, at least we thought, on the quarterback, and that hmm. didn't last. That failed. They failed the quarterback. 
Quarterback failed them, they failed the quarterback, right? So that's where your franchise now goes off the rails, in my opinion, because they won a Super Bowl. They had a young quarterback in a controllable contract. They gave him the big contract, and then they failed him, and now you're almost at a reset uh, with this franchise. And in that division with the Cowboys, that's not a place you want to be. Keyshawn J. Wills. Cowboys, the Giants, or the Washington football team. Yeah, it's true. No, especially Washington and their defense. Keyshawn J. Wills, who been brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Time for some straight talk. Cutting your wireless bill in half feels good. Home run of the ninth, good. Straight Talk offers 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month, up to 50% less than the other guys on America's Best Networks. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. More calls. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Let's go to Andrew in Texas. Andrew? Or not, Andrew. Andrew dropped. All right, how about Dennis in Delaware? Hey, good morning, guys. I'm a longtime Miami Dolphins fan, and tonight is the night that's going to shape my franchise. Why? We have to get Kyle Pitts at six. Somehow, some way, I feel Atlanta's going to take Justin Fields. Matty Ice's days, best days are long behind him, and I do think Cincinnati is going to take Sewell, and I think if Pitts falls to the Dolphins, and then we could at 18, get Najee Harris. We become bigger, stronger, a little nastier. Two is and healthy, skilled. a little stronger. I don't know if you We're get nastier, but you get skilled. You get skilled. I mean, that's you're at it. You're talking about two highly skilled players for Tua now. You're sw- you're going to be sweating through those two picks, though, aren't you? Well, I'll tell you what. If I was Chris Greer, I would seriously think about moving from six to four with Atlanta. That could be it. That could be your first trade of the night because um, the Dolphins have a stockpile of picks. Mm-hmm. And if we could get the four, I would jump on Pitt. All right, he will be the guy, the face of the Miami Dolphins for years to come. I mean, don't, don't you guys agree? Key? I don't know if he'll be the face of the Miami Thank Dolphins you, for years to come, but he certainly, be a stud. He's he Kyle certainly Pitts? will fit into what they are trying to do. And if you can get Najee Harris at 18, Ooh. which is – it seems a little high to yeah, me, but if you, if you don't – you know. If Chris Greer in Flores feels like that is – because Miami certainly needs a running back mm-hmm. and a big dude like that. So, if they can get that and they pull that off, that would be great. Moving from six to four is interesting because if they move from six to four, that certainly tells me that Miami – I mean, not Miami, Atlanta isn't interested in Pitts and they feel they can still get the quarterback at six, six. because – uh, Cincinnati's, well, Cincinnati's five, not taking a quarterback. Not that actually, a quarterback. The question is, if, if Miami, what do, you what, to, what do you have to give up to move that? Yeah, I need to get your first round pick yeah, next well, year. What, yeah, you yeah, got, yeah, yeah. what you got, man? Yeah. Yeah. What you got? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. What you How got? bad do yeah. you want? No, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What you got? How bad do you want him? Yeah. And do you want to stare down Cincinnati and say, "I dare you to pass on the tackle. I dare you to pass on him." Right? If you, you know, you you have Joe Burrow, I dare you to do it. But see, Cincinnati could do one or two things too. They could make a foolish mistake and pick Pitts, Chase. Or Penesul. Yeah, there are options, but still, that, that's what he said about the Dolphins. So that is interesting. You're going to sweat through two picks. By the way, guys, Michael in Queens, back. He wants to now respond oh. to Trevor in Utah. Ooh. Man, here we Michael. Go. Let's go, Mike. You guys hear me? You yeah, yeah let's go, let's man. Go. Here we go. Let's uh, box listen, listen, gloves. listen, listen. I can't believe I was called scared on ESPN, but he's a Jet fan, so I'm okay with that. But I will not have some guy from Utah <laughs> tell me about New York. That's horrible. <laughs> What I wanted to come on the show and say, really, I'm a Jet Met Nick and Islander fan. Oh, God I've been suffering my whole life, and I just want my teams to be good, and I just want them to be talked about in a positive light. 
And it doesn't happen because they're just not good. All right, Evan, wants I mean, to, <laughs> Evan, our producer, you know, wants to respond. We don't have much time left in the segment. So go ahead, Evan. Yeah, My- Michael, uh, his living up to the pressure is like the Mets offense when Jacob deGrom's on the mound. Jeez. Uh, Michael, that, Jeez. that had to hurt. Why? That had to hurt. That that one definitely Sorry, had to hurt. The Islanders in the you playoffs. Know, I mean, the Islanders have been playing 1980s. so well up until recently. Hey, the Knicks are good, though. We're not allowed to talk about them today, though, I was Don't told. Don't jinx it. We're not allowed to talk Only about them today. Only NFL drafts up today. So we'll continue on the NFL draft. The Seahawks say all is good with Russell Wilson. Really? All is good. All is well. Really? Why did it take so long? And why really? did we believe any of it? That's coming up next. Stay with us. Keep the calls coming too. KJZ on ESPN oh, Radio. Oh, trade Russell. ESPN I'm app. telling you, Russell should put out all of his accomplishments. I believe everything. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.